welcome to The Second Floor, the official podcast of the Delaware Senate Republican Caucus. My name is Dave Burris, and I am the Chief of Staff and Policy Director for the caucus. In today's episode, we are speaking with Senator Colin Benini of the 16th District about his recent editorial on Senate Bill 50. Okay, I'm here with Senator Colin Benini. Uh, welcome, Senator. Thank you very much for having me. And Senator Benini, you represent the 16th district. The best people in the whole state. <laughs> Recently, you wrote an op-ed piece that appeared just about everywhere talking about Senate Bill 50. First of all, tell us about Senate Bill 50. So Senate Bill 50, uh, which I am not a fan of, let's just be very clear about that. Senate Bill 50 is the proposed first statewide property tax in Delaware history. It is a bill that would uh, create a property tax for the benefit of Delaware Technical Community College for their capital side expenses, both maintenance and construction. And I'm just very concerned about the bill on a variety of levels. First of all, you don't have a beef necessarily with Delaware Tech. Oh, no, quite college. the opposite. I'm a fan of Dell Tech. I've taken classes there. I think they provide a critical component in our higher education sort of mosaic of the state of Delaware. And by the way, they have a real problem. I, I think that the issue is an, a legitimate issue. I just think opening up our state property tax to solve it is very problematic. Why is that? If they have their own property tax, you know, kind of solves their specific issues. They are a state agency, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. And, and this would give them a, a way to consistently you know, deal with their issues. So w- w- what's wrong with that? Why would you not support that? So I think there's there's a, there's a couple things. Uh, first of all, they are, I think we would consider Delaware Tech a state agency, even though they're an institute of higher ed. They also have other ways of raising revenue. They can, you know, uh, tuition, student fees, all those kind of things. I mean, when we talk about state agencies, they can't just unilaterally raise tuition on taxpayers, which Dell Tech has the, the capacity to do. But again, I think the point here is that their need is real and they have a, a legitimate issue. What I am most concerned about is the precedent we are setting. Does Dell Tech have a legitimate concern? The answer is absolutely they do. Does the University of Delaware, does Delaware State University, does every all 19 school districts, does Department of Natural Resources when it comes to our waterways or our agriculture or our, the addiction, health and social services, the addiction problem we're facing. The point here is almost everybody has a significant need. And if we open up this floodgate and say, yeah, the property tax is how we're going to start solving these needs, it won't just be Dell Tech. This will just be the first of many, many, many requests to tap into our state property tax. And next thing you know, we will no longer be a low property tax state. For a number of years, you have been a member of the bond bill committee, the Capital Improvements Committee. I believe last year's bond bill was in excess of $700 million. Yeah, I think it was closer to 800 yep. Dell Tech claims their need is $100 million. Why is the bond bill not the right place for that? I mean, you have the people's representatives voting on, you know, people what they've determined to be state priorities. Why is the bond bill not the right place for this to be solved? So I would argue that it is the right place to be solved. And, and, if, the, and if the criticism is that we have not solved it in that committee over the years, I think that's a fair criticism. I think it is, you brought up the word earlier, which I think is the perfect word, which is a predictability, right? Where regardless of whether you're a business or a higher institutional higher education, whatever, whatever it is when you're working on the capital side, the predictability of the funding is the key point, right? Because you can't make plans, right? You can't make plans to do your major renovations or, or new construction or whatever. And we have varied dramatically on what that funding is. I think last year we gave 
each of the institutions of higher ed $15 million. But as recently as a few years ago, that number was down to two or three million dollars. So it has been inconsistent, and I think that is a, is a real issue. But I think we can solve it in the bond bill. Um, I'm actually working on that with my colleagues, right? Literally as we speak, I just got off the phone. Uh, I think we can fix it in the bond bill, and that's where it should be done. And again, if we don't fix it in the bond bill and we decide to go with the property tax, we are going to create this avalanche of uh, requests to get into the property tax. And... The other concern is my colleagues will say yes, right? Because let's let's just take school districts, right? All 19 school districts have significant capital side needs, whether it's deferred maintenance or whether they want to do new construction. Are we going to say, if this passes for Dell Tech, are we going to say morally and ethically Dell Tech is more important than our K-12 through kids? And the answer is, of course, we're not. And my colleagues will, will, not, will not make that comparison, and they will simply approve whatever that is. And by the way, each group that comes to us to be asked to get into the property tax will undoubtedly have legitimate concern, right? There's unlimited need and limited resources, which is why we get elected, by the way, to make those decisions. And uh, so I think that the problem is that we will start piling on into this property tax. And next thing you know, we'll have, we'll no longer be a low property tax state, which, you know, is problematic on a whole bunch of ways. One of those groups that you just mentioned is the K through 12 public schools. Right. Currently, we have some people would say an epidemic. Some people would say just a really hard time passing referendum. Yeah. What do you think the impact would be on referendum if all of a sudden we now have one statewide agency or statewide institution who can simply go and get that without referendum? How, what do you think the, the overall impact would be on referendum? If this bill passed, I think it will zero it out. <laughs> I mean, I'd be blunt. I think, I think you're right. It is it is very difficult uh, to to pass referenda currently. By the way, as a voter, I have voted for some of them, voted against some of them, depending on what I think is the need in my in our local districts. And each voter is going to do that. But I think your I think their question sort of answers itself. It's a very good question. Referenda will become virtually impossible to pass, in my opinion, because taxpayers will have the very appropriate argument to say, hey. We are already paying more in our property taxes for a Dell Tech, but like I said, it's not just going to be Dell Tech. There's going to be a whole variety of cornucopia of issues added to the property tax. And certainly one of those, you mentioned water, I believe the original version of what they call the water tax bill that has been proposed was also a property right. attached piece, piece of legislation. Absolutely. So, and if you so, don't think we're going to see that again, if this passes, I, I got some real estate for you I'd like to sell. So you're, you know, you're, what you're saying about this clearly has some kind of evidence in, in recent history. Oh, there's no question. There's no question. And, and I think, and again, you can't blame those groups, right? If, if you're concerned about, if you're concerned about the environment, if you're concerned about capital projects or even operation in K through 12, if you're concerned about uh, the addiction problem, which is a huge problem we're facing. If you're, you know, regardless of what that is, whatever that issue is that, that, that you're passionate about, you will have as strong, if not a stronger argument, sort of morally, to say, we also need to get a piece of this property tax. And next thing you know, we're going to be a high property tax state, which is A, bad for taxpayers, right? Obviously, not just individual, you know, uh, individual property owners and business property owners, but B, from a macro perspective, is another tremendous disincentive for businesses to come here and grow here and bring uh, decent jobs to Delaware. I mean, if we become a no longer our uh, low property tax state, uh, that is yet another disincentive we're creating uh, to grow our economy. It also seems like this rush to the property tax that you have predicted 
it also seems to kind of contradict the constitutional idea of representation. People elect you to help make these decisions. Yeah. If we have a direct route through the through the property tax, which is automatically going outside of the legislative process, that seems to kind of violate yeah. that principle. Yeah, I think that's right, and and I think that and and it's a very good point to bring up because. It's not simply, hey, we're going to add a certain percentage to your property tax or add this number of dollars per, assessed, you know, per value of assessed value, whatever that number is. You're exactly right. What this does is create sort of this, not sort of, it creates a separate agency that actually makes those taxing decisions themselves. Now, we authorize what those limits are. Be very clear that on the front end, we are involved. And by the way, I hope we're involved by defeating this. But on the front end, the people's representatives are involved. But you're absolutely correct. After that... Uh, up to the limit, the this unelected board, I guess, uh, gets to make those decisions. And I think, you know, from a sort of a straight democracy representation uh, argument, that's uh, also, I think, should be a concern to folks. One of the other pieces of this legislation, obviously the tax has drawn a lot of attention, right. drawn a lot of criticism. You know, we're seeing a lot of people reacting negatively to it. Uh, the other part is is bonding authority. Right. So they are also asking for bonding. Well, I think authority. that's. I think this is exclusively for bonding authority. I don't think they're planning on spending any of this in cash. I think they're going to use this for bonding authority. They they meaning Deltec. So that the property tax would then go into the issuance of bonds. Right. The property tax would go into the issuance of bonds, and that and that consistent revenue they'll be able to bond against. I mean, and and I think it's. I'm so glad you asked that question because I don't think folks necessarily get. The scope of what we're talking about is if they go to the maximum amount that they're asking for in this bill, they could bond close to half a billion dollars of debt. So so if they wanted to, they could go out and and add on to debt at Delaware Technical Community College, which, as you said, is a quasi-public institution. In in my opinion, in the final analysis, taxpayers are going to be responsible for whatever Dell Tech does. Um, I know there'll be some argue on that, but I think in the final analysis, we're going to be responsible. They could add, you know, close to half a, in the current environment, half a billion dollars in potential debt uh, to the college with this, uh, with this amount of money uh, for bonding authority. So now is that, is that, you can say, is that full faith and credit debt that would have to be, that would eventually fall on the taxpayer? So I think the answer, the, the answer from Dell Tech and the advocates would be able to say no. But I will tell you that I think in the real world, the answer is yes. And quite frankly, I think if the answer is not assumed to be yes, Wall Street wouldn't give them the money, right? Uh, Wall Street's going give, to give them and give any of these sort of quasi-state agencies bonding authority because they believe, and I think they're accurate in this, they believe that when push comes to shove and the bottom falls out, which we're hoping it won't, and I'm not saying it will, uh, but the state of Delaware will step up and, and, and take care of this. So... You know, so I think the scope is, a, um, again, a super glad you asked that question because the scope here is not just the... Um, I believe it's six and a half cents is the cap. It's the cap, up to 6.5, six and a half cents of, of each hundred dollars of assessed value. So I want to be very clear, and I was very clear about this in the, in the op-ed, the actual amount of money compared to the budget that Dell Tech is asking for is not a big number. And it's also exclusively for Dell Tech. And I concede both of those points. But the counter to both of those points is, A, yeah, it's not necessarily a lot of money in absolute terms compared to the budget, but the potential is, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars of potential debt. Uh, and then most importantly, uh, I think the precedent is, is very, very concerning. 
what of some of the people, some of the people that I've talked to as this has percolated? Well, and I'm hoping it's going to percolate more. Right. Uh, you know, we have this shift in education, higher education towards online learning. Yeah. What do you think, you know, as far as Delaware Tech's capital needs over the long term? Do you see their footprint being reduced? So I think that's a very astute analysis of what's happening in the overall higher ed industry, if you will, for lack of a better term, but the higher environment. I have to be honest with you, I don't know what the situation is with Dell Tech because a significant portion of what Dell Tech does, and quite frankly, what they're using to try to justify this, isn't just the, the regular education, hey, we take high school students for two years and try to get them ready to do whatever. Uh, I think what their argument would be, hey, we're out there doing job training, you know, specific skills that takes, you know, it's going to be capital intensive, especially on construction side and all these sort of technical things they're doing. So I apologize. I don't really have a good answer for that. I think there is some legitimacy in Dell Tech's argument saying, well, hey, what we do actually, you know, we need more labs. We need more specific places to, for these skill-based trainings versus simply classrooms. But you're absolutely right. That trend is, is only going to accelerate over time. And, and I think taxpayers need to be at the table when we start talking about the decisions of where that, you know, where, where capital money's going. Sum up for us in closing, you know, what, what, is your over, <laughs> what is your overarching point here? It, Senate it, Bill 50 is a bad idea. And, that, and, and, you, and Senate Bill 50 is a bad idea because more than anything, we've never had a statewide property tax. And if we open that door... The floodgates will be open. Uh, I think absolutely right. I, I, you're, I, like that. I like that. If we open that door, everyone is going to want to walk through. And we will not have the sort of moral authority to tell them no, because we're going to end, if, if this passes, you know, uh, let's just, just take the example of the clean water bill, right? We all want clean water, you know, Delaware's waterways absolutely need to be clean. I think everybody thinks that's a significant priority, right? How are we going to say no to the environmental groups and the legislators who care about this to say, we want a piece of this property tax to clean the water? Are we going to say, no, I'm sorry, capital needs a Dell Tech are more important than, those, than that clean water? And the answer is we are not going to say that. We're going to say yes, not me, but we're going to say yes uh, to, that, uh, to that added tax. So I, I would be, if this passes, our taxes will double or triple over time. Another sort of sneaky concern I have about this is our taxes are, are at this point significantly lower than surrounding states. Politicians look at that and go, hey, as long as we're lower than surrounding states, I can still have the argument when people complain about it and say, hey, we're still lower. And what worries me about that argument, which my colleagues will absolutely use, is we could significantly increase taxes and still be, quote unquote, lower than surrounding states. In the meantime, we've had all the negative consequences of those higher taxes. Senator Colin Benini, thanks for taking a little time with us today. And we look forward to following this issue as it progresses. Hey, thanks so much for having me.